Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. We're just going to go with that, right? Take the wins. We have begun in child's pose, speaking of that. Come on down when you're ready. We'll get started. A few moments to just know that you're here. Feel your body here on this mat, on this floor, on this day. As you notice this body that you have, the one that bears your name, there's the part of you that's noticing. There's the observer, the witness to your experience. Just as we can notice that we have a physical body, we can notice anything that we may be carrying in that body or in the mind. A few moments, what did show up here with you? What thoughts, what emotions, things you identify with, None of them to be judged, just noticed. And in that noticing again, we place ourselves in that seat of consciousness. Just as when we notice the alignment of a posture, the yogasana, we're in that seat of consciousness that is beyond form, that place where we are peaceful. Come on up to downward facing dog and take a moment just to like arise and be there. Just like we're playing freeze tag right now, like pause, right? Everything may be telling you to wiggle around, to pedal out, but pause. Like as if this is freeze tag, as if this is Simon says, just get there, right? Just get there and watch the busyness. Watch the busyness for what it is, right? I'll tell you that like there's... Like really no need to ever pedal out a down dog. There's sometimes a need to realign your down dog or to take child's pose instead of down dog. We never have a need right, to just kind of like fidget. Which it's okay if you find yourself fidgety, right, feeling that way. But have some time here. Notice, right? Notice what the default is. Notice what the pull is today so that you can be more intentional with everything you do. Right. The average human attention span these days is 47 seconds. Ten years ago, it was two minutes. Right. Have a breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Now, intentionally start bending one knee and then the other. Like you're working deeply into each side of this particular flow, right? So the difference here, you're just really getting in it. Like how much can you bend one knee, straighten the other, really move around, make some big shifts happen in how this pose is occurring. Like you are in it, like you got one job. Good. As you're moving the legs and the hips and you feel your spine moving, press your hands down and forward. So now you got two kind of focal points. You got grounding and stabilizing with your hands, and you got movement with your legs. Like good, really good. One more round of side-to-side -side action. Then come back into that center line, freeze frame again. And then press your hands down and forward. Press your feet down and out. Just land and work it. Right? If you ever need to dispel energy in a pose, really good way to start with that 
is work deeper into the actions of the pose. They'll start with grounding and lifting. Right? Instead of like moving your body around, you're just grounding the hands, you're lifting the hips up and back, you're creating a better down dog. Use your energy to do that. You will be rewarded. Not by me. I don't give out any like gold stars. You'll be rewarded by the posture. Right? Look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. And take the arms around one another unless you need a different arrangement there. And now we're going to move from the waistline. We're going to move from side bodies. The upper body is now moving side to side. Real big sweeps of the upper body side to side. And we're going to do the, uh, the grounding and the stabilizing with the legs. So feet in ragdoll about mat distance apart. Go ahead and check that yours are about that wide. Press them down and out. Give yourself this really stable base. And then these side body movements. Right? It's like one side of your body is pulling you over there and then releasing. The other pulling you over. So the spine is moving in that pendulum. And you're initiating that from side body, from the core. Let this come back into a center line. Let your head get heavy. And any degree of knee bend is great here. You're pressing your feet down and out. Legs are really strong. Right? The ball of your foot, right? On the ball of your foot, you got the big toe side of that. Press that down. Right? So the toes themselves are relaxed, but the ball of the big toe is pressed down. Ball the baby toe, press it down. So the ball of the foot, like that arch of the foot across the front, is really well grounded. Both heels pressed down. Pull your navel center up and in. And so those things working in conjuncture with each other. Feet down, abdominals in. Notice what happens to the rest of the pose, what happens to the uh, sensation that's going on. I'm going to release hands to mat. Walk feet together. Resting your feet down on your inhale. I'm going to rise up to standing, mountain pose. We're going to get the arms overhead. And when we say overhead, we mean slightly in front of your face. So you see your arms in periphery. You could keep your arms wide. You could bend your elbows to lace your fingers. Okay, so do that first, bend the elbows. Then press up through the knuckles. Get the full extension of your arms without your neck feeling all crowded. And that's, that's a technical term, all crowded. We don't want that. There's just no, uh, no tension in the neck. You've not got this. We're going to reach up through the knuckles. And then a little side bend here over to right. What will tend to happen is the head will go off to the right. Head equidistant between the two arms. Press out and up through the knuckles. Breath in. Breath out. Come back to center. And then other side. Side bend. Align your head well between your arms. And press out through the knuckles. Press your feet down. Get the heels working down into the floor. Heart up. And then back at center. Bring the arms down into cactus or a goalpost. Then down into a W shape. And down at your sides. Palms toward one another. So if you're holding a big block behind you, squeeze in. We're not trying to get the hands together here. We're just trying to go as far as the straight arms will go. Then we'll bend the elbows, lace the fingers. And now knuckles down. Back of the head up, breath in. As you breathe out, we'll bring hands together, heart center. And close your eyes, soften your face. We're going to bring chin toward that notch in the collarbone, so a deep nod of the head. Then right ear towards your right shoulder. Then we'll bring the chin back in toward notching the collarbones. And left ear toward left shoulder. And back to center chin in towards the notch in the collarbone. Have a moment here. Press your feet down, lift your heart. 
As you inhale, you're going to allow your head to stack back to the top of your spine. Heels down, back of the head up. Breath in. Breath all the way out. Plant your feet, spread your toes. We inhale, reach up. Tadasana, mountain pose. Sun A's. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Good. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, fold, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. You could go to a little push-up. You could also stay in high push-up and put the knees down. Either way, we'll breathe in for that up dog on the knees, or you squeeze the legs and lift them. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Rest your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your toes and fingers. And exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant the hands, you step back, high push-up or low push-up. Knees up or knees down according to uh, your lights today. Then breathe in. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Empty. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. And breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Bow forward. One more round, press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend the hands and feet. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Hide a little push. Any variation is legal. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog or child's pose. Either way, get still. So like the outside of your body is just creating a shape. And then internally, you're working that shape. You're giving that shape definition through how you're pressing hands down, lifting hips up. Or in child's pose, how you're letting the shoulders release, the head release. Right? The outer pose right, is in stillness. Inner pose is wide awake and alive. So you're doing what you're doing. Next exhale, you'll empty. Look to your hands and you'll walk or hop or crawl your way to the top of the mat. Again, everything's legal. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out. Oh. Move into some lunge salutations. Press your feet down, breathe in, and reach up. Mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend toes and fingers. You're doing what you're doing. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, and heel toe your feet about hip distance apart. Draw your heart forward and step your right leg back into a low lunge. We're going to stay here, low. 
When you inhale, draw your heart forward and tighten your back leg. When you exhale, you can plant your hand, step to down dog or low push-up to upward facing dog and downward facing dog. When you inhale, take your right leg back and up behind you, three-legged dog, squeeze it tight as you reach. We're going to exhale, bend the knee, draw it into the chest and rock forward, take the biggest step you can. Low lunge. Take your time. We're here for a bit. So arrange as you need to, adjust as you need to. Pull your heart forward with your inhale. Get long. Back leg tight. When you exhale, step the back foot up. We're breathing in. Lift halfway. Breathing out. Fold. Let's go on the other side. Inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. Squeeze like squeeze your arms. Fan your toes and fingers. Exhale. Bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway and heel toe your feet, hip distance apart. Pull your heart forward as you step your left leg back. We got a low lunge. You have time to set this up to make it good, to be unhurried. Draw your heart forward, lengthen from your back foot up through the center of your chest. Plant your hand. Step to down dog or low push up. Breathe in and breathe out, down dog. Breathe in. You're going to take your left leg up and back behind you. Squeeze it tight. Reach. You got time to do this well. And exhale, bend your knee draw into your chest. Step as far as you can forward into a low lunge. With your inhale, you're going to tighten with the back leg. Pull your heart forward. Be good to the back of your neck. You'll be looking down at the floor, but out in front of you. And exhale, step the back foot up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, bow forward. You can keep working that variation or adding a little on. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, hands and feet spread wide. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, heel toe your feet, hip distance. We're going to take the right leg back. You could lengthen forward or inhale, reach up for crescent. So exhale, bring hands to the heart, then back to the mat. You could step to down dog or low push-up. Breathe out. From the low push-up, you have your back bend, breathing in. We'll meet up. Everybody to down dog. Then inhale, right leg back and up behind you, three-legged dog, squeeze tight. Bend the knee, draw it into your chest, rock forward, step into your low lunge. You can take the breath here or rise up. Both are valid, both are legal, what works for your day. Hands in, reach them forward, step up. Feet together, press your feet down, draw your heart forward, half lift. And exhale, Good. Drive your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Mountain pose, lift your heart, lift the back of your head. And exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe the feet, hip distance apart. Pull your heart forward as you step the left foot back. That helps tension out the lunge for more balance. Then you stay or breathe in to reach. When we exhale, organize the arms, plant the hands. You step to down dog or chaturanga. If you're in chaturanga, let your inhale draw you to your back bend. Breathe out. We're meeting up and down dog. Breathe in. Left leg up and back behind. Breathe out. Knee into your chest. Big step. Stay or inhale, reach. Exhale, organize the arms, hands in, reach them forward and step up. Top of the mat, feet together, press them down as you draw your heart forward, halfway lift. Then exhale, fold down and in. We're actually going to catch a beat here, breath here, so stay. Inhale, 
Fan your toes out, press your feet down, exhale. So you exhale, start to sit your hips back. End of the exhale, you're as low as you go. Inhale, lift your chest and your arms. Ukatasana. Breathe here for three. Next, exhale, sit lower. Lift your chest, okay, but not so much pulling the arms back. We don't want to do that. We want the arms in front of the face. Okay. And hands to heart center, chest to thighs. Ah, the knees did not straighten. So chest to thighs, then hands down, let your head go. Halfway lift now. Whatever degree you want to straighten your legs, get it by pressing your feet down and pulling your abdominals in. And bow forward again. Hug in. And so we work that transition from Ukatasana uh, just for a moment. Sit your hips back. Lift your chest with your hands to your heart. Then place your arms and sit your hips back, Ukatasana. Arms could be at a diagonal. Arms could be in front. Arms could stay hands at heart. Right? Breathing here. Lengthen the back of your neck. So your gaze, we won't always have the same uh, gaze point because whatever the diagonal of your torso is, you just want your head to be congruent with that. Sit your hips back, reach your arms. When you exhale, bring your hands to your heart. Now, when we bow, we don't change the ukatasana. So chest comes to thighs. Yes, a lot of leg work. Hands however you need them here. Then when you half lift, press your feet down and draw your heart forward. Same time. Anyone feel the leg work there? Oh, good. Plant your hands. We're going to step back to down dog. And then maybe child's pose, but maybe down dog. You breathe in, breathe out. If you felt something new there, awesome. Happy New Year. If you're in the middle of some rote transition that you just decided there was going to be an up dog, I'm sorry. Uh, there was a rumor about vinyasa, but there wasn't. Uh, we're just going like, to try to feel things more because when you feel it, you're doing it. Right? When you feel it, when you're aware of it, doesn't mean we always have to be like burning in our legs, although sometimes that's good. But, but so often, like we are really sophisticated in not feeling things. Right? And the more we can feel, the better we understand, the more we're present, and the less we're spiraled out into those patterns of thought that aren't helpful. Next inhale, you can take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog, squeeze tight. Good. Bend the knee, open the hip. This is, uh, kids refer to it as peeing dog. <laughs> you can also do this on the knee. So if you want to be down on uh, left knee, you can do this. Uh, actually, it's actually, more of a hip opener down on the knee. So uh, pick, pick your, uh, I don't want to say poison, pick your medicine. <laughs> Breath in. And then when you breathe out, bring your knee in toward your chest. You have a big step into a low lunge. We're going to again come up into crescent. Right? And then here, we're going to bring right hand to the right hip. Draw your abdominals and lift your chest. We're lengthening both sides of the body. Really reach up with the left arm. And then as you exhale, we're going to twist and bring the left elbow to hover around the right knee. Then open the arm, and uh, arm to leg. So the right hand's still at your hip for now. We're going to pull the right hip crease back, press the leg into the arm, and arm into leg. Again, there's a sensation there. Correct? Oh, thank you. It's a good thing y'all elected a spokesperson. Good. Right arm up. We're going to squeeze right shoulder blade in towards center of the back. A twisting lunge, breath in. And then breath out. We're going to unwind this. Plant your hands. You could step to down dog or low push-up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg up and back behind. Press your hands down. Really shove the front of the mat away. Bend the upper knee hip open, and there will be the pull of gravity, literally, gravity's real, uh, it, so you kind of sink into the joints here. Instead, press your hands down, imagine your knee being drawn up to the ceiling, like one of those really cool like aerial silk things, uh, or whatever you want to picture up there, 
so that you're staying out of compression. We're working this but open twist. Again, you can put your right knee down. If this becomes overwhelming, come to the knee and do it. No one needs to practice being overwhelmed. We're good at it. Breath in. When you breathe out, I'm going to fold the knee into the chest. Have a big step into a low lunge. Take your time. Get your footing. It's just sane to build things that start at the ground. And then you're steady all the way up. Take your time. There is no hurry. There are no points for fast yoga. The left hand's going to come down to the hip crease. We're going to use this to keep the left hip pulling back as you reach up through the right side. So we're not side bending. We're just reaching up, lengthening right side. And then bring the elbow toward the knee. Turn your torso as far as your uh, chest will go toward the left. Arms to the outside of the leg. Press leg to arm, arm to leg. Meet that uh, isometric work. Then left arm can go up as you like, straight, bent, or not. It's there to remind left hip to pull back. Heart forward. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Undo this thing. Come to down dog, child's pose, or chaturanga. From the chaturanga, your back bend. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Good work. Breath in. And breath out. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Holding in. Sit your hips back. Hands to heart center. Lift your chest. So we've got Ukatasana, then place the arms. So we're always organizing how we move the arms. We're going to bow pull. Right elbow back. You're turning your chest. Go ahead and look at your front hand like you were actually shooting a bow and arrow because you'd want to see where you were putting that thing. So the, the front hand's going to stay at center. Pull the right elbow back as far as it will go. Then this arm up here. Elbow toward the knee. Hands together. Prayer twist. I know I'm tricking you into all these twists. It's because a lot of times we end up doing them from the arms. And the idea here, do them from the core. Do them from where they matter. Press your palms Rotate, breathe. One more inhale, if you like opening your arms, do. And then exhale, we're going to bow forward. We're going to walk the feet apart. We're going to go again toward mat distance. doesn't have to be quite that wide, but you want to go uh, pretty wide. And then peace fingers, first two fingers of each hand, if, uh, if you're not old enough to know what peace fingers are, uh, around the big toe, the yoga toe lock. Uh, you're not strangling your big toe, right? You're not trying to cut off circulation. But you're using that, press the big toe into the fingers, pull your heart forward. And then as you exhale, draw your elbows out to the sides. So it's the bent elbows out to the sides that we're going after. You're making a little like circle around your head here. With elbows pulling out to the sides, right? It seems like the least important part of the thing, right? Like, this is a forward fold. No, elbows pulling out to the sides. You're going to be broadening your upper back. Right? So think, when the elbows pull out to the sides, shoulder blades are moving out to the sides. Go ahead and stop that action of elbows pulling out and just kind of notice what happens. Then activate that again. Right? So this is so small a thing. It looks like it's just for decoration. Uh, but it's not. Release your feet. Walk them together. And sit your hips. When you inhale, hands at heart center, you're going to lift your chest. Then place your arms intentionally reaching from hips to hands. Then we're going to bow pull the left arm coming back. And as you do, go ahead and you can, you can follow this action. We're turning the chest. Chest is turned toward the sidewall. Careful that your right knee hasn't just snuck all the way up forward. You're turning the chest, right? Not the hips as much as we can. Look to your front hand. Right? Then this elbow is going to come down. Across left knee, place your palms together or fist to palm. Works for your wrists here. Uh, coincidentally, if you have shorter arms in relation to everything else, uh, fist to hand can be really nice. You get a few more inches there. I wouldn't know how I know that tip, but 
T-Rex arms right here. Inhale, open your arms. And then exhale, bow forward. Again, we're going to toe the feet out wide, about mat distance. And now this time, bend your knees a lot. Give yourself a lot of wiggle room, a lot of grace, a lot of forgiveness. We're going to take the hands underneath the feet. A few things to think about here. We don't want to be standing on our fingers at all. So like when I do it, my fingers are get underneath my heel. You start to move your fingers out to the side. If the fingers are underneath the ball of the foot, you want to get your hands under a little more till the ball of the foot is in the cup of the palm. And the big toe ball is sitting right at the base of the thumb, right in your texting muscle. Yeah. And then literally what we're trying to do here is put the weight into that area comfortably. And get a little uh, acupressure massage on the hand. You can also intensify the fold by pulling the hands up into the feet as you're pressing the feet into the hands. It'll be nice work for the upper back. This is probably the only place in the yoga practice we get kind of that lap pull effect. So uh, if you're looking for back strength, press your feet in your hands and then pull the hands up into the feet. Breath in. Breath all the way out. Good. Release your hands. Plant them to your mat. Walk your feet together. We're going to crouch down. And uh, feet together. The game here is that we're not going to let the feet come apart. Just look at your feet. Like, marry them. Pronounce them uh, stuck together. Bring your arms to your legs. Knees to upper arms. Rock your weight forward into your hands. Keep your feet together. One may try to lift first. That's your dominant leg trying to get one up. Just press your feet together and maybe, maybe they come off the floor. But maybe they don't. And you're just here in a really challenging position. Either way. Yeah. yeah. Either way, you're just here in a really challenging position. Like, that's it. Breath in. And breath out. You're going to use your most creative way to get back to down dog. That might be chaturanga. That might be uh, walk it back. That might be like take a little you know, time doing it, but get back to down dog and then just reorient to a stillness or to child's pose and reorient to stillness. This seems like a great time to take a break or to wiggle around. It's not actually, right? Because we just did something really high volume, something that is, is something we want to learn, right? The worst thing we can do is just try to distract ourselves out of the feeling if we're trying to learn, if we're trying to get better, right? You want to kind of like let that thing sink in by osmosis. Right? And, and notice like the, the uncomfortableness, right? I guess someone was serious, like anxiety. Like there's that after effect. Anyone have the anxiety after party ever? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that's usually like that's, that's normal. That's, that's part of existence. Like it shows up on yoga mats. It shows up on yoga mats. And we try to avoid it. But you can get really strong and calm around that stuff if you practice. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Cool. Then hands to heart center, pause, samastiti. Pause and you're just like, here's an empty vessel. Like there's stuff moving. You're noticing it. It's not yours. Never was. It's experience that you're having. You know, set your gaze to a point. It was as really just as simple as we can. Root down into your left foot. You're just going to pick up your right foot. Just have it somewhere off the floor. And if you want to go knee in line with hip, Totally cool. If you want to go foot down low, totally cool. Then we're going to take arms up in any fashion or, or keep them. Just set your gaze. Give your attention to your standing foot. Is it clawing with the toes? Is it flat to the floor and pressed down? Right. Are you in or are you on the inside, outside? Right. We're just noticing what your standing foot's doing. You're breathing here for five.
a breath in. Now with your exhale, all we're going to do is change that foot position in some way. Some way. It's still just kind of like whatever you, uh, whatever you pick is good. That foot's just off the floor. Breathing here for five. Standing foot is your focus. Full breath in. And when you exhale, one more time, change the position. Foot's just somewhere out over the floor. However you want to handle it is good. Five. One more breath in. This time as you exhale, you're going to bring foot to foot, foot to mouth, hands to heart. Close your eyes and just get completely still and feel your body left to right, left foot, right foot, left leg, right leg. You're feeling it. You're not moving it. You're just feeling it. Right? There's a lot of different side to side here. Just take it in. You don't need to shake off anything. And in fact, if you were really injured, Shaking it off would be the worst thing you could do. Right? So you're just calm, you're still. Right? You're feeling what you feel. And it's okay. Right? It's a good way to train ourselves. We're calm, we're noticing stuff is going on, and we're okay. And we're going to make this again really simple. Right foot's down, you're going to just pick up the left. Left foot, oh, it's so nice to pick it up off the floor, right? <laughs> It's just somewhere. It's off the floor. You're balancing. Arms overhead. So we're taking like all the ego out of this. Like there's no like you're creating a perfect pose. I'll tell you, we all look equally silly. And we are all working equally in this balance effort. Right? This really key component of our fitness and wellness. You breathe here for five. Focus on your standing foot, standing leg. More inhale. And then the exhale is find our new place for that foot. You can even move the leg around in a while, just kind of like moving. And like this is realistic life stuff, right? But usually like ego pose is not realistic life stuff. I mean, you have to have an interesting life. Right. Five. Inhale, unhurried, unhurried. And with the exhale, you're just going to find a new spot for that foot. And wherever you want to put it is good. Whatever your technique is great. This is the technique of standing on one leg. And adapting to what's going on. Breathe in, unhurried, and unhurriedly come back, hands to heart, foot to mouth, go ahead and close your eyes, and just put the outer body into stillness. Notice all the things that come up. Notice the urge to move things, whether they be body parts or thoughts. And see if you can be undisturbed as a practice. 
possibly the more urges you get, the stronger you make this posture. If you got excess energy that wants you to move in some way, that wants you to be distracted, get more committed to strengthening what you're doing. Next inhale, we're going to reach up. Mountain pose. Good work. Exhale, fold, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back to down dog or low push. Upward facing dog. Making our way back to down dog. Good. Get a breath in. Exhale, work the floor. Hands down and forward, feet down and up. And we're going to come forward to a high plank. This could be on your toes or on your knees. Press the floor away. Pull your heart forward. Good. Breathe in. And unhurried exhale all the way down to the mouth. Lie down, turn a cheek to one side, close your eyes, soften your face. We'll bring arms to sides. And while we're here resting, go palms up and let the tips of your shoulders get heavy into the floor. Breath in. And breath out. Then we're going to flip the palms. So the palms are toward the floor, thumbs are pointing out. You'll kind of sense that the tips of your shoulders just naturally get a little lighter, maybe a lot lighter. You can use this hand position coming up into locust. So squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, rising up, navel center up and in. So you're only lifting as high as you go with that core body support. Breathing here for five. Four, three, two, breath in, then unhurried, you're going to slowly come down, turn the other cheek, and again, you're going to go with uh, palms turned up. So we'll go with the resting arm position. Resting arm position is palms up and shoulders drop down heavy. Right. Just hopefully pleasantly so. Right. Breathe in and breathe out. Let your face soften. Let your back body soften. We'll have another round of locusts. Start by flipping your palms and feel that change in what's going on in your shoulders. Then come on up and just go. Arms and legs. Taking you up. Just breath here for five. Yeah. Set your gaze. Soften your face. So that gaze is set just, just below you like you're looking into a mirror or something, which let's not ever do that in locust, but, you know. For the alignment of your neck, that's what we're thinking of. Just squeeze arms, squeeze leg. Can you bring your shoulder blades even more toward the center of your back? Does it does like to go? Like, yeah, it's like you're spreading your wings there, right? Then a slow release down, hands underneath your shoulders. You're going to press up to hands and knees. In fact, we're going to go right to cat pose. We're going to do the almost reverse of that. Just press your way into cat pose. Stay, breathe. And keep this shape okay, so that the cat pose can stay. You're just going to slowly sit your hips toward child's pose. So it's like a cat pose really wants to get to child's pose, but there's going to be a certain point at which it doesn't go back any further. That's fine. We're just getting a little uh, length to the, to the stretch there. Okay. And slow release of that and cross your feet. The ankles come around onto your back for bridge or wheel, depending on what you like. So... You're coming down and you're just going to like transition, breathe out, breathe out. Do not get stuck in transition on your yoga mat or anywhere else. Right, so 
this is big. This is big, right? That ability to just keep going, just keep doing what you're doing. For sure, rest is part of a practice. If what you need right now is rest, good. Take that rest. If what you find yourself in is like procrastination, just anything you can do to put off procrastination is good. Yeah, that's my next t-shirt. Breath in, then slowly release down. Good. Subtabarakinasana. Soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Just gonna bring hands to your center line. And actually, let's bring hands to heart center. And just like, there's a good chance your heart rate is a little elevated. What's going on there? You got a beating heart? You definitely do. I mean, some of you on Zoom, I can't see you. Uh, so, like, you know, you may or may not be there. Most of us have a heart. Your tip tap on the sternum, just a little light. You're gonna give yourself this little tapping around the sternum, the edges of the sternum, particularly where the costal cartilage, the rib cartilage, comes in. You just tap around there. You go tap up around the collarbone, especially like just right underneath the collarbones. You're breathing and you're tapping at just a light speed, something that works for you. Not light speed, a <laughs> an easy speed, easy amount of tapping. With this tapping, you can have a little mantra time, a little like tapping to kind of remind yourself why you're here, what you're doing. But it's also a nice place to get some uh, blood flow to these places that uh, actually don't move in the practice. Is this connection here, like even your biggest, fattest wheel, does not stretch this and should not stretch this? And then uh, after a little tapping, Bring the hands back, lay the hands flat, let them relax and rest. Notice the difference in sensation of what's happening in your hands. What do they feel like? Warm, soft, comforting. And if you feel any of those things, note your ability to give those things to yourself. Sometimes we, we know how to use our hands to comfort others. Equally useful for you. I'm going to take arms out wide, knees together, belly twisting pose, side to side. And uh, if you can get your arms out wide without like interfering with your neighbor's pose, for sure go like wingspan. If you need to bend the elbows for any reason, do. Focus in here on shoulder blades, just pressing down into the floor. So we just did this in that tapping work to open up front of the chest. And you're going to keep spreading the chest wide by pressing your arms down, starting at your shoulder blades. Shoulder blades, upper arm bones, to your wrists, upper body is just like melting to the floor. Whatever range of motion, whatever breath pacing you want for this twisting action, all good. Be as intense or as gentle as you want. Keep the upper body, that spread of the chest, the openness across the arms, the heaviness of your shoulder blades, anchoring you. Good. Really good. Two more rounds. Make your way back to center and pause. We're going to straighten the legs and the legs straight up in the air. And I kind of feel what straight up is. Well, now I said straight up. Everyone who's thinking Paula Abdul, thank you. You are my people. Uh, but go a little further forward, a little further back than uh, vertical. Then find vertical and let the hips get heavy there. Legs straighten as if you're holding up the ceiling. And I want to do the opposite of what we've been doing. You're going to bring your arms in together, hands together. Lift your shoulder blades as far up off the floor as they will go. So everything's kind of tucking in toward your center line. I don't know why this is called Stargazer, but it's called Stargazer. Probably happened in Santa Monica circa 1993. But breathing here, three. Get eyes go two. 
And then slow release down, hug your knees into your chest, breath in, and breath out. We're going to go again, legs vertical. We're going to do the same action. You're going to pull everything in. We're pulling shoulder blades up off the floor. Palms are pressing together. So you're really getting that action of the shoulder blades broadening on the back, curling around the back. Shoulder blades are up. Now right leg's going down. And you're holding the legs in an L shape, tight and straight for three, two, breathe here, and then slowly bring everything back in and down, hug your knees in, pause, empty your breath. Thank goodness we only have two legs. <laughs> Take them up vertically. Curl up off the floor, palms pressed together. There is a difference between palms pressed together and not. So get the arms activated, get the arms engaged, get yourself as high as it goes. Left leg's coming down. You've got that L shape. Squeeze the legs. Keep lifting as high as you go. Breathe here, three. And then slow release down, knees into your chest. Give them a good hug. Good. And then bring soles of the feet to the mat and walk them out just slightly further than your hips. Toes a little out to the side, heels in. We're going to take a light bridge. It's just like lift your hips, but we're not going so much into a back bend. We're just trying to open up. We're trying to open up what we just did. Right? Then rock your hips to the right. So you're really pressing into the right heel, left hips dropping. Come back to center. Really press into your left heel, right hip is dropping. Come on back to center. And then slowly lengthen your spine out, bring the hips down. Nice work. Walk the feet wide apart to windshield wiper twist, knees side to side. I'm going to keep the knees over to the right. Stay right where you are. Roll onto your right shoulder. And then hands to the floor outside your mat. You're turning toward the back of the mat to deer pose. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. At home, you guys can't see this, but it looks like we have an interpretive dance troupe in here. So in here, you can start to walk the hands forward and uh, just lengthen out through side body as much as you feel you want to. You could also start to walk your hands over toward the far side of your mat. And get... A little more of a bendy, twisty thing going, but this is all like, this is personal taste. Get breath in. And breath out. You know, walk your hands back uh, to the, the original spot we had. And then see the right knee? Make a right angle at the knee. So we're kind of sitting side saddle with that leg. And now you're just going to bow in line with your right thigh. So we've, we've gotten ourselves from deer to relaxed animal. The thing you're doing, so the checklist again, your right knee, your right knee, look at it, right angle, 90 degree angle. If you didn't bring your protractor, it's about 90 degrees. Then lay your body down on the inside of that leg. You're close to laying your body down as you're gonna get. So you're just kind of on the leg itself or in line with the leg itself, breathe in. Breathe out. And we're going to walk the hands one more time. You're going to bring yourself toward the foot. And just going to bow toward the foot. So face in line with the foot. Arms can be uh, hands on the mat. Arms can be elbows on the mat. If you find that your right leg wants to move around a lot, uh, take your left hand to the heel. Just kind of wedge it in there. and It'll keep it. Breath in. Breath out. 
breath in. Breath all the way out. When you inhale, you're coming up and then slowly back down. Make it to your mat. Just lie down. Feet to the edges of the mat. You're back here. You got here. There's nothing to think about. Right. If you're not sure what to do on the next side, no problem, because that's my job. And if I screw it up, you can blame me. You're just here, breathing. You feel that you have different things that have gone on in the left side than the right side. You're just feeling it. You don't have to do anything about it. Then you take the knees over to the left. Pause there. So now you've got, just check in with your feet. Feet are on opposite sides of the mat. Roll onto your right, or your left shoulder. Roll to your left shoulder. And then you're pressing to your hands, facing the back of your mat, facing the back wall of the studio or your room that you're in. And try hop forward. Deer pose. Could be on hands, could be on forearms. And uh, there's not one that's more advanced. Um, it's really kind of different ways to feel this. You could start walking the arms out really long here, get length through your side body. So that's one way, length. Then there's the bend through the side body that you could get if you walk around toward the other side of your mat. Really good. Breathe here. Then you're going to walk up to your hands. And we're going to walk our hands around toward where the, the left knee is. So just look at your left knee. Make that knee into a right angle position, whatever you need to do. Right? And you're sitting a little to the ed outside edge of the leg. So once you've, got, you've established that, you're, it's, that A, it's your left leg, and B, it's at a right angle, then we're going to bow over the thigh. Press both legs down into the floor. When in doubt, if you're not sure what you're doing in yoga practice, press down to the floor until you learn to levitate. Like, then I can't help you. Both legs pressed down. You're bowing over the thigh. You're breathing. Especially to those of us that may be a little more flexible or not feeling the stretch as much. If you ever get to a point like, I'm not sure that I feel this enough, press the floor. Start working the strength move, right? Because there's a chance that that's what's missing. Next inhale, we're going to come up to the hands. And we're just going to reorient the body. So you're just going to walk yourself around until you're at the diagonal with your foot. Could be helpful to have your hand on the heel. Just going to bow. So you're trying to lay your face down on your foot. And it, congratulations if you get there, but you know, all you get to do is smell your foot. So the idea of any stretching posture is that you work to whatever range of motion you got. Stay there. Breathe. And keep that range of motion available to you. And eventually you stay in this long enough, you get still in a pose and you stretch and you stretch. And stretch. You can develop more range of motion for sure. This repeated effort over time will get you more flexible. But for most of us, as we uh, continue to live this life, right, maintaining our mobility rather than joining Cirque du Soleil is a, is a more realistic goal. Breath in, breath out. Slowly make your way up from that, and you're going to lie down. Back to the floor. I'm knees in toward the chest and just hug them in and note the difference between left and right. There'll be more heat somewhere, more sensation somewhere. Your ability to feel that is 
your body awareness, right? Your ability to stay here still with it, right? Is your listening ability, your patience, right? Those things, right? They're hard. Right? From here, you can take happy baby, any other finishing pose you like. Make your way to Shavasana when you're done. Take the win. That was great. When you're ready to move again, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes, small, subtle movements and shimmering yourself awake. Roll to your right side. Take a moment there. Pause with yourself. Then we'll make our way to seated together and sit any way that makes you happy. Allow your posture to unfurl, to spread out, to be fully in your space without force, without rigidity, with a brightness that's coming from being fully engaged. As you create that posture for yourself, notice how it feels. Acknowledging your ability to set yourself up well. And bring hands together at heart center. A gesture of acknowledgement. And thumbs to forehead center and a gesture of appreciation. That's excellent, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well then, super cool. Happy New Year. Well then, thank you for coming. Thank you for staying. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. See you soon.